Hey, it's Chris Ryan again from Tell the Damn Story, and we are at Pulp Fest, and we're talking with Chris Cobb from Age of Aces Books, a fascinating line of books. And Chris, how you doing? How are you enjoying uh, Pulp Fest? Uh, Pulp Fest going really great for us. Uh, we got a couple new books out. Uh, pulp you know, books. Yeah, I wanted I want to talk to you about. Um, one of the things that I find so amazing about, I'm, luckily I'm right across from you. Yeah. I get to watch a That's lot right. of what you do. But um, you have such a wide variety um, of titles, but there seems to be a theme. It <laughs> seems to be Age of Aces. There's yeah. a lot of World War One, and, and so uh, flying aces, aerial types adventures. Mm -hmm. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Uh, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of uh, reprint publishers at this convention, as well as a lot of old pulps being sold. Um, we have sifted through a lot of those old aviation pulps, and we found what we think are some of the best stories that are kind of hidden within the pages of these anthology pulps. We've collected them and given them new titles, usually named after the, the lead character in these, in these sort of series character stories. And most of them are, are World War One. There was a lot of aviation stories uh, in the pulp period. There's a huge interest in aviation following Charles Lindbergh's flight in 1927. But we have focused on the World War One stories and actually today these still sell better the, the best because they are the the it's the romance of those battles in the air and the dogfights and the biplanes and all that kind of stuff and how do how does the writing hold up uh it holds up pretty well i mean you know these are really a lot of this pulp stuff is very action oriented slam it's, bang kind of stories right? absolutely and what's fresh about the most of what we publish is they were very imaginative there was a lot of liberties taken with world war one where the germans uh had these really crazy almost sort of steampunk style schemes of like giant pterodactyls bat planes oh, all this kind so of stuff fun. it's very pulpy and it's it's not just the world war one that happened right. it's the world so, war one that 14-year-old kids probably really wanted to have so happened. less historical, more adventure. Yes, and there That's were plenty great. of historical stories, and right. a lot of these, even the fantastic ones, were written by actual pilots from oh, World great. War One who became writers after the after the fact. Um, but we focus on the more fantastic ones, and, and those are the ones that today sell better and probably back then. Could sold you better. give us a couple of titles? Uh, wow. Uh, well, individual story titles, uh, like, no, uh, like uh, of, Squadron uh, of the Grape. Of, oh. of the, like Red Falcon. Yes. And so the, Philip, yeah. you know. Yeah, Philip Strange, Captain Philip Strange, uh, the Red Falcon, Malloy and McNamara, Squadron of the Dead. Oh, uh, yeah. You know, it's these kinds of titles. Captain Babyface. Captain Babyface, uh, the Vanished Legion. Vanished Legion. Yep. And one of my favorites, you mentioned it, and I had to pick it up, Coffin Kirk. Coffin Kirk. Could you tell, tell, tell about his tail gunner? Yeah, so Coffin Kirk, Coffin Kirk's tail gunner, is a gorilla. That's so great. That's so great. It's a trained gorilla who mows down the enemy and the, and the tail gunner. And it's funny because he's actually been passed off as a actual Air Force person, like human. They've That's shaved what... his they've shaved his head so he looks like a human. And uh, he's he's trained him to be his tail gunner. It's hilarious stories. These are actually sort of between the war stories. Uh, and they're they're just really entertaining. That's fine. Even today. So so let's go into the um, a little bit of the business end of it. Mm -hmm. Do it would seem to me that you would have to conduct some treasure hunts, and I've seen you kind of go mm -hmm. around. And mm -hmm. so is that how you you pick the material? You go and find some of the old 
1930s and 40s pulps or? Uh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, all of these have been scanned in from these old pulps. That's and the, what you do is you, you read them. You read pulps. Uh, you What a tough job. <laughs> exactly. That's, that's half the job. And, and also just even talking to people at conventions. Once, you, once we did one book, other people come up to you and you say, well, have you read this? this. Have you read this? Oh, that's cool. And you just sort of start a community of people that, that all love this stuff. And, and we've been lucky enough to sort of bring people together in that niche. That's fantastic. And how do you make um, a decision of, you know what? We're going to do Red Falcon, or mm -hmm. we're going to do Coffin Kirk. How do you how yeah. do you go about that? Uh, well, it's it's really what's fun about this is we do it not as a business necessarily, mm -hmm. but as more as a hobby. So we don't have to worry about like what's going to sell. Right. We worry about what do we love. Right. And we get to put those books out. And and that translates to the sales, I would imagine. I hope so. It's yeah. yeah. I mean, it's we have a ball talk telling people, you know, what these books are about and all the crazy uh, things that happen in them, cool. and it's great. Let's also talk about the cover designs because. The entire line, and again, I get to kind of enjoy looking at them as I'm across the mm -hmm. table. They're beautiful. Well, I thank you for saying that. Um, I mean, we love the old uh, illustrations, mm -hmm. and we pull them out of the magazines. We put them front and center on the cover uh, of our of our series. The Philip Strange is, a, is has its sort of own design, and that's a series that I designed very much in the 1960s hero pulp. Mm -hmm. style so it looks like an old ace science fiction or it looks like a doc savage book um and so we have a line that represents the 1930s look and we have a rep, uh, one that represents sort of the 60s reprint look and i'm a professional designer and oh. th that was my interest in in doing this as a hobby with my with my friends well if i can compliment you what what I, strikes me about the covers is mm -hmm. that they are definite graphics mm -hmm. from the time Mm -hmm. And they are also at the same instant that you're looking at it and seeing the pulp, you're also seeing modern design. And that's amazing to pull uh, to pull off. So congratulations. That's a great look. Well, I really appreciate you saying that because what we try to do is, is get people as excited today as people were back then when they saw these amazing pulp magazines on the on the newsstands and, and I think you have the coverage to pull it off I appreciate it now um, we I actually uh, have a little prehistory with you before mm -hmm. this pulp in that I saw especially the Philip Strange mm -hmm. uh, on social media so uh, how do you guys handle social media uh, for your for your line um, it's interesting you know we do stuff on Facebook we do uh, you know, we, we try to get on all the different channels so that the people, old pulp groups, and there's old pulp groups, there's new pulp groups, there's all these yeah, different right. groups. Um, and So is it a join and, and post type thing for you? Yeah, and a lot of times, uh, you know, what we do is we have a, a website that's actually very robust on its own. Um, we like to post old stories that you can download in PDF mm -hmm. format. Uh, we have backgrounds on all the authors, uh, aces. You know, a lot of these magazines also included uh, articles about real battles, real aces. We've, we've reposted some of those. So we have a wealth of information online and then try to feed people into the website. And hopefully they'll pick up a book, they'll take a chance on a story, they'll, they'll pick and, up a book. And, and get excited. Yeah, and get excited now, about it. Now, let's say the, uh, 
this conversation excites mm-hmm. a few people, yeah. right? Right. Where do they go and get your stuff? Okay, so they can go to ageofaces.net, okay. um, and they can read free stories right now online and see if they love aviation stories. Get a taste for it. Get a taste then... for it. Um, all the books are there. There's links from there to Amazon. All of our books are available on Amazon. The entire world is on Amazon, isn't it? Exactly. It. And uh, yeah, it's just it's. Uh, they're very easy to pick up all these books. And and when you go there, you'll see that we also published one non-aviation title. What? Yes, and it's it's our best-selling book, and I just have to give a plug sure. for this book about the spider, one of the most sure. famous sure. pulp characters. Uh, it has an award-winning design, thank you. And it's called The Spider versus the Empire State, and it's yes. a trilogy of stories that were written as a trilogy of stories back in 1938. It's kind of a Nazi allegory where all of New York City, or all of New York State, is taken over by fascists, or, well, criminals, who realize that, how do we make money? If we're the government, we can make a lot we of can money. Make a lot of money yeah. and, the, and the spider, who's normally a dark avenger, has to sort of become a resistance leader. And oh, it's an fantastic. amazing, sprawling tale that goes all the way up to Buffalo and down to New York City, cool. and it's a really great story. Well, I have picked that up, and I'm excited to read that one. And yep. of course, excited to read my man, Coffin Kirk. Kirk. So, <laughs> so give them a try. They're uh, great looking, and they're, they're, there's a lot of excitement. Thank you, Chris, for your time. Thanks so much. Age of Aces Books, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you.